You are listening to the Majestic Minds Podcast. First, happy Halloween to the beautiful and freaky, maybe even scary people out there. And then we shall continue into this week's episode. So today we're going to be doing something a little bit different since it's Halloween. And I want to do something relating to the theme. We're going to be reading um, some scary stories tonight and then... After that, we're going to get back into the whole frequencies haka. But before that, let's read some scary stories tonight. So, I'm going to be reading you a list of stories of musicians who sold their soul to the devil. This is going to be really interesting. So, I'm, I'm on a website called Listverse, right? And the article is written by Ward Hazel. And it's going to be a really, really interesting article. I'll post a link in the description of this episode. So it says, Top 10 musicians who sold their soul to the devil. Learning to play a musical instrument takes hard work, practice, and patience, and more practice. And that can be such a drag. Tell me about it. The devil is believed to be very fond of music, which is not surprising. After all, he does have the best tunes. Well, if you read stories from the bible of course lucifer is said to have a very special affinity to string instruments particularly violins and guitars in exchange for just one soul any condition the prince of darkness can teach you how to play really play that guitar he can make you a star you might think that no one would take him up on this offer but we have found at least 10 musicians who allegedly thought this was a great deal so why not take it easy on yourself and trade that soul in today? Who has time for scales anyway? Trombonists need not apply. Okay, first one is Jimmy Page. Legendary Led Zeppelin guitarist Jimmy Page was a student of occultism for a while. He bought Alistair Crawley's old home in Loch Ness, which he believed was haunted. He often talked about the strange experiences he had there. He followed Crawley's occultist teachings about focusing your attentions on what you want to get out of life. Apparently, Jimmy just wanted to play a mean guitar, and he certainly got that wish. Lots of people claimed that he had sold his soul to the devil to get such fast fingers, to which Page replied, if he had, then so had the rest of the band. Which is not exactly a denial. This may be the origin of the myth that if you play Stairway to Heaven backwards, you can hear demonic voices speaking or something. Very, very interesting. And then number nine is Paganini or Paganene. I'm probably saying it wrong, but um, Niccolo Paganini was both of a, um, a, a, a guitarist and a violinist. Sorry. So he didn't stand a chance. 
Born in 1782 in Genoa, he began learning the violin at the age of seven and is considered by many of the greatest violin virtuoso of all time. He was so much better than his peers that the rumor circulated and persisted that he must have sold his soul in exchange for... Though not his virtue, it could have been that of course, or it could have been the hours of practice and his extremely long fingers, which allowed him to play three octaves across four strings, which was unheard of. His band span was probably due to Marfan syndrome, which typically leads to sufferers being exceedingly tall with long limbs. Paganini, like all music geniuses, used his skills mostly to get girls. <laughs> He was a great womanizer and was said to trap the souls of young women inside his violin, although quite how he did it, no one ever explained. One concert goer in Venya even claimed to have seen the devil guiding Paganini's arm, which probably made for interesting conversation during the interval. And then here's, here's someone that I'm very familiarly with i saw this on tiktok once and i want to look more on it this is number eight robert johnson robert johnson is probably the most famous soul in the devil's collection sometime during the 1930s he said to have met the devil allegedly at the clarksdale's crossroads he was said to have been a decent harmonica player but a terrible guitarist then he disappeared for a few weeks He's supposed to have taken his guitar to the crossroads in Mississippi, where the devil returned his guitar and gave him a few lessons. When he returned, his terrible guitar technique was now described as formidable and masterful. When Robert Johnson died in 1938 at the age of 27, the rumor became a fact, and Johnson is known officially as the devil's blue man. Very, very creepy stuff. This is very... Interesting, because when I heard the one from the TikTok video, it said he appeared at his final performance and he was never heard from again. So I wonder which one is more true. It says this article was fact-checked by Jimmy Fratter, which I personally think is full of crap, because what exactly does fact checking even mean does that mean you independently verify a source being true or the truth can be verified by such as like the media or other various sources what exactly does fact checking mean does anyone ever know i'm kind of like old school and i value in finding your own answers your own research and being able to like verify or at least have an understanding of what you believe in instead of having it be told by various people i'm not really the fan of this whole idea of fact checking but if you have an interesting comment about fact checking or any ideas about it be sure to leave it down in the comments or be sure to email me all right and then I could probably do a few, a few more. Okay, number seven is UFC. I don't know if I'm going to pronounce this name right. I'm probably going to butcher it, but I'll try. UFC, right? UFC Tar Tarnini. I'm 
probably saying it wrong, but UFC Tarnini is said to not only soul to soul to the devil, but also to have composed a song with him. Tor Tr Trillo, Trillo de Diablo, or the Devil's Trill, came to Tar Tarniti in a dream. The music came to him, he said, after his dream himself had also sold his soul. He failed to check the small print on the deal. However, because the music he wrote down when he woke was not as complex as the Devil's Tune. Perhaps that's just as well. However, as the Devil's Trill is said to be of one of the most technically demanding pieces for violin ever written, Although he was a very accomplished musician, he soon discovered that he was not really good enough to play his own tune, and so he had traded his soul for a tune he could not play. They're tricksy, these devils. Tarnini spent the rest of his life trying to properly master his own tune, which must have been annoying. He was, however, a first-class musician, as well as a notorious womanizer, a brawler, and an expert swordsman. Holy crap. Yeah, that dude... I think we have some shit going on. A natural womanizer, a brawler, and a top-class musician. Very, very interesting. Alright, now back to the saga with frequencies. Okay, so... Why are frequencies important and why you should understand the value of them? So I'm going to read you this article from the High Powered Media. Written by, let's see, Chris at HighPowerMedia.com. I'm guessing that's the email and the person who wrote this article. But um, let's start reading. Some of the recent articles concerning push, sorry, pushrod valetarians have tried to explain the importance of valetarian stiffness. The advent of the Spintron tester and its widespread development in the R&D shops of engine builders have given engineers a better insight into valvetarian behavior, especially the the sorry the the I can't say it from the theatrical value lift curve. We might expect a lifter pushrod rocker to import the valve. Anything that doesn't be half as an infinitely stiff member, which means everything will affect the motion of the head of the valve, and, wait, 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 oh, no, 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 my bad, my bad, I'm in a completely different article, wrong article here, hold on, let me find it, I gotta find it, I'm really tired right now, so forgive me for butchering any words from not being up to speed, it's really late right now, I had to make about like three or total of four trips today back and forth just getting groceries and dropping people off to grandma's to a point where I had to get out of the car, get the kids from grandma's and then drive back home. Very, very exhausting. It's like you just wake up one day and then you just never get back to bed until like the day's over and like you could just not be working or not be in school like it's it's crazy to just think about how busy and how many things people have going on these days it is it is crazy man the, all i can see is 
please, please, in any circumstance, value your time, your well-being, your health, but most importantly, your sleeping schedule. You cannot play around with that. But um, let's get on to another article, and this article is from GoHertz.com, right? And this is why we use 50 hertz, 60 hertz, or 400 hertz frequency. Why the frequency of power supplies in European and Asian countries is 50 hertz, while American countries use 60 hertz power supplies. What is the basic of the standard? What are the advantages and disadvantages of 50 hertz and 60 hertz power supply? In addition, why the airport and aircraft use 400 hertz frequency? In fact, there's no difference between 50 hertz and 60 hertz. Only the generator speed has slightly difference. Choose 50 hertz or 660 hertz. It's almost the same in a country except Japan. Japan has both 50 and 60 hertz power supplies. We should be aware that why we use 50 hertz or 60 hertz rather than lower or higher frequency. In an electrical system, frequency is very important basic element, not arguably determined. It looks it look it looks like simple, but in fact, is a much complex issue, involved with many aspects. For from the principle, we should mention that the classical um, electromagnetic theory found by Maxwell, Hertz added a critical point for Maxwell's theory. Faraday's law of electrical magnetic in- induction in the world's first electromagnetic induction in- generator. The British engineer Ward King made the electromotor first. The French Pixie made generator. Simons found the generator principle to invent the power generation machine, which is the first case in practical application. Since then, it was found and summed up in the theory that the cynical changes the direction of the current is called alternating current. The time of the current in one cynical change called the cycle. The cycle times of the current changes in one second called frequency. The unit is hertz. In order to corroborate um, the contribution of German physicist Heinrich Rudolf Hertz, the frequency of alternating current is 50 to 60 hertz. The current direction changes 50 to 60 cycles, 100 to 120 times per second. The cycle motor is made according to the basic principle of the rotating coil in the magnet field. If connect two copper slip rings respectively to the ends of the motor coil and two brushes connect with the slip rings, it becomes an alternator principle. Generator is a device to achieve the conversion from mechanical energy to electrical energy. Frequency value is related to the structure and materials of generator, motor, and transformer. Very, very interesting um i can't get too much of it because this is supposed to be a short episode and i'm running on little time but um there's another article by the um what does it say um I can't, I can't really see, okay, the website, it's called org. natural law is science, and then there's an article called, do you know the entire universe is made of different kinds of frequencies, 
sound and vibration give birth to form where we come from we can trust in why do frequencies matter souls are having a human experience here on earth that's why it's important to keep our vibrations in a higher level since the soul is our life force energy We need to be mindful how this energy is experienced in the physical world. Everything owes its existence solely and completely to sound and frequency. Sound is a factor which holds the frequency together. It is the basis of form and shape. Every living and non-living creature on this planet vibrates at its own special frequency. This is also true for us human beings. We are not separated from nature, even when in denial of that truth. Denying something does not mean it is not there. Why do frequencies matter? The cells within our bodies vibrate at different frequencies in doing so. We create our own special song, and it's important to stay anchored and firm with our own personal energy field. Without grounding our own vibration, we are likely open to resonate with external frequencies. This can be good or bad. It all depends on our special song and the frequency we send out and resonate with, thus creating an experience Living in a world of frequencies and vibration, our thoughts are vibrations too, so why do frequencies matter? We can change our perception by changing our frequency. What we think will make up our personal world. During a relaxed state, we can access the deep realms of consciousness. This allows the subconscious part of the mind to activate and re-energize disruptive conditions. We consist of energy and the way we, we emit this energy is through vibrations. This energy relates to it as life force, the life force that connects our consciousness with all atoms and particles in the universe. The soul frequency shows us how to find our inner radiance. May the light and joy shine once again, shine through our eyes, the gateway looking to one's soul. We get energetic wake-up calls when we crave more authenticity, how to feel great again. It is the soul source calling us when we want to release negative patterns. Feel great in our bodies, live a truly healthy and awakened life. It is time to express power through sending our thoughts in motion. Be creative. Let us manifest our God-given talents in this world. It's the practice of raising our personal vibration. Try to hold the state of mind with our intentions and desire. Resonate with the intentions and desires of our source energy, soul. Your own resourcefulness. Our soul is our dance of creativity. Does it feel like freedom and truth even though the work can be hard? Let's question ourselves. Do we find our work to open us up or is it closing us from ourselves and our passions? Everything is energy. Have to align with the frequency or creativity. Alright, when there's a disconnect between our energy and that we'd like to engage ourselves with, our efforts will fall flat. Our emotions are frequencies that vibrate throughout the core of our being. The frequency of creativity thrives in curiosity. Extermination, sorry, um, experimentation, wonder, and play. If we were hitting a wall of being stuck, feel frustrated or overwhelmed, we need to take some time to adjust our emotions. I'd like to give a shout out to Nigel Stanford for his work featured on Bitch Shoot. He inspired me to write this article after seeing this video on cymatic frequencies. The video, in my opinion, is a great creative expression about the effects of sound on matter. It shows the natural law of vibration and motion. Think about what we, we can achieve with our thoughts. 
line positions in motion. I hope this blog post was helpful. If you enjoy my work, consider buying me a coffee to keep this work going or spread the love. And that was the end of that. Alright, and for this final article, before we close it out, How Frequencies in Music Affect Us, written by Dev on the article called selfgrowth.com. And he says, if you want to find the secrets of the universe, speak in terms of energy, frequency, and vibration, quote Nikola Tesla. Many people argue that Nikola Tesla was ahead of his time in understanding the universe. You can see clearly what others around him could not. Everything is connected through energy. Everything you can touch, see, feel, and taste. Even what we cannot see, yet we know is there. The Earth, our solar system, and every different frequencies, our bodies are made up of energy too. Each organ and each thought we have as energy. We are each our own little universes walking around vibrating on the same dimensional plane. Music is also energy. The sounds from music travel through the air and measurable waves called frequencies that have an effect on us when they travel into our ears, hitting our brain. Waves that are slow affect us differently than waves that are fast. And if you think about it, it makes perfect sense. Do you have a favorite song? When you turn on, you feel warm inside, want to dance and sing along, instantly improving your mood. What about a song you really hate that you feel like listening to Nails on the Chalkboard and actually puts you off in a mood? Well, blame the frequency. Some musicians like Bob Marley, John Lemon, and Beethoven tune their music's frequency to a level that resonates with us as a feeling good and common. Some frequencies in music actually disrupt brainwave activity, causing us to feel stressed and de- de- um, disoriented. Across time, in every single culture that has existed on this planet, we all have shared the love and connection of music and brings people together. It's what we all have in common. It's easy to heal broken hearts as reminders of past memories and even in spiritual sem- sorry, ceremonies to strengthen our connection to God or the universe. You may ask, what is it that makes music so special to us? The answer is, it's the vibration of frequencies and how they affect us. We're only beginning to understand just how powerful of an effect that is. And that is it for the article right now. And that's it for this week's episode. I am Morgan, and I'm the host of this month's podcast. Next month, you'll be joining from... Sorry, you'll be joining next month's podcast, if that ever comes up to speed, with one of her hosts... um, Rain. Hopefully, you guys have a great time with him. You can learn a lot, and you can probably have more episodes hosted by more of the members in our group. This is Morgan signing off, and see you guys another time.